Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Health Matters with Laura Kopeck. I'm your host, Laura Kopeck. And today we're going to talk about how to cheat on your diet during the holidays. I mean, everybody wants to do this, right? So let's talk about how to do it smart, careful, and with good intention. So the first thing I want to talk about is that when we're on a diet or an elimination plan or any kind of food restriction, whether you call it a diet or not, um, whether it's for your food sensitivities, we're moving through eating with mindfulness. So it 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 kind of is amazing to me. I do a food diary, a three-day food diary in our health history form when people come in to see me. And what I find is that most people, after they've written it down, they're really embarrassed and they say, I don't normally eat this way. And the fact is, is that we do, but we do it without thinking. We grab this, we do this, we talk about what do we feel like eating um, instead of what's important for me to be eating, what's good for me to be eating. And so we connect eating to the feeling part of our thoughts, feelings, and behavior, part of the way we move through um, our lives. So it gets very rooted in feelings. It gets very rooted in, well, I don't like that, rather than what's good for me. And so we move through eating with a great deal of mindlessness and once we start looking at our food, even just writing it down, we can enter into mindfulness. So there becomes this dilemma in holidays because we don't want to be mindful. We want to be impulsive. We want to be kind of mindless, again, about our eating. So um, it's really important to think about maintaining mindfulness through the holidays and developing a real intentional plan around what you're going to do, okay? So that's the first step is to continue to be mindful or to think about eating mindful, uh, continuing to eat mindful through the holidays. The second is to change your language, Okay, so what happens is a lot of us talk about cheating. And the problem with using the word cheating is that it suddenly becomes something that we surround negative feelings with, like shame and guilt. And we don't want to live in those places of, of shame and guilt. So we'll have a tendency to check out of the mindfulness. So it's really important to change your language around the changes in your holiday eating plan, okay? Um, the company Whole Food, uh, sorry, Whole30, um, they developed a strategy called off-roading. And I love that term off-roading because really, you know, if you were out for a hike and you decided to leave the trail, you would want to kind of look and see and make sure if it wasn't too rocky, too slopey, too slippery, right? You would add extra mindfulness to um, the off-roading. And off-roading is something that you can just do. It doesn't bring up feelings of guilt or shame or look like you're doing something wrong or sound like you're doing something wrong. So that's a pretty important thing is to think about through the holiday, I'm going to off-road, okay? And now that means we can make a plan. The 
last thing you want to do when you're off-roading around your holiday schedule is to be impulsive. Really try and think about what's the plan. You know, you're it, it and it can be something you decide right before you're headed out. It doesn't have to be like a week in advance, but don't wait until you're sitting at the table and you're enjoying yourself and you and you and you throw caution to the wind. You know, even in the car ride to a restaurant to a holiday party, go, okay, this is the boundary I'm going to set. This is uh, what I'm going to do. If you can get even further back in your planning, oh, I've got a weekend holiday party. Um, you know, I'm going to do this because the plan around uh, the off-roading. So the um, adjustments, that would be the next step is making adjustments around the off-roading that you do. Because um, in general, our body interprets stress very differently than the way we narrowly describe the word stress. You've probably heard me talk about stress in some of the other podcast episodes. And stress, the easiest way I've kind of come to being able to explain it, sometimes I talk about stress and stressors, right? And how food uh, can be a stressor, lack of sleep. So if you think about the way the body interprets in the immune system and our, met our, our metabolic system, interprets stress as anything that's in excess, excess. And there's four stresses, physical, mental, sensory, emotional. And look, during the holiday seasons, we're overwhelmed with excess of everything, right? Traffic is busier with shoppers being out there, the stimulation of lights and decorations. And most of it, you know, in the holiday spirit is great, but your body is seeing it as excess. And so when we can understand that we can shift and reduce excess elsewhere if we're going to off-road on our plan, our food plan, our elimination, our diet. And part of that is thinking about like your sleep, your water intake, uh, what else you're doing. So sometimes it's better to kind of go, okay, I'm gonna have a weekend party I'm intentionally going to do this, whether it's a glass of wine or a, a piece of cheesecake or something that is not at all in the realm of your uh, elimination plan. Then you want to think about, okay, so something like alcohol really disrupts the quality of our sleep. And so it's very, very slow to metabolize. It's highly inflammatory. So something like that increasing your sleep or making sure you're getting those seven to eight hours really tightly going into that event, coming out of that event, hydrating more, you know, kind of flushing it out of your system. Don't double up, you know, it, with intention and a plan, you're not going to throw caution to the wind and go, I'm going to go completely off my plan. It's deciding, okay, if I go out to this dinner, is it going to be alcohol or dessert, or is it going to be a carb? Don't overwhelm your system because that can really uh, become excess. And it doesn't allow you to kind of um, maintain the progress that 
I mean, it doesn't necessarily put you back to square one, but your recovery in that excess is going to be really, really um, difficult and, and much more challenging. So you can navigate this creatively, intentionally, with thoughtfulness and mindfulness, still feel like you're not having to stick to your plan, but it doesn't completely derail you because, you know, let's face it, when we get, when we off-road, when we come off the trail and we go down and we wade in the creek or we pick the flowers, we want to get back on the trail. Nobody wants to continue to off-road and lose sight of where they're going. And it doesn't have to be a complete give it up. If I'm going to go off, I should go off entirely. No, please don't think about it that way. You can do this with still maintaining this new and improved relationship you have with food by keeping good boundaries. And boundaries are about setting um, a, a framework around, putting a container around something. And our relationship with food is a relationship and it's like any relationship we have. And it needs clear boundaries, good communication, healthy expectations, um, right? These things make up, a and trust, these things make up a good relationship. So not having good boundaries with food is kind of what gets us into a crisis. And of course, putting our food choices just in the feeling part of the way we navigate our lives can cause us to have really very poor boundaries with food, almost no boundaries. So maintaining good boundaries, you know, kind of flexible around the holidays. But if you set very clear expectations and intentions about how you're going to soften those boundaries and communicate with yourself really in a healthy manner so that you can trust yourself through the holiday season to not completely regress in your progress on your health and your goals, whether that be keeping pain and inflammation down, whether that be metabolic, um, because you're going to want to stay as close to your true north as possible so that you can keep that sense of a healthy and improved relationship with food through the holiday seasons. I hope this has been really helpful, and I hope you join me again for another episode of Health Matters with Laura Kopech.